Welcome. Dude, a lot going on right now. Jason just hands me this. Hawk. Whoa. Too bad there's no water in it. Oh. Well, I didn't want to make a mess like I did last time I did a liquid death. Yeah, but that was hilarious. Oh. Was it? I thought it was pretty funny. The microphone's not facing me. Oh, well, then as long so, as you're... Now we have <laughs> we have merch. We do. <laughs> We've got a cup. This is pretty sick. This is like a um, this is like a when you Moscow say, Mule cup. It's a yes. It's, there you go. Right? You could get yeah. drunk. I have coffee in it, but yeah. you could get drunk with it if you wanted to. There you go. I'm celebrating. Wait, is that a Tony Hawk brewski? Yes. That's fucking gangster. This is it. Black Plague. It's called Black Plague. Black Plague is the is the brand. Oh, they like, oh, they the make lots of beer and they gave it Tony Hawk Tony signature. Hops. <laughs> My wife is so pumped on that. What's that? That you've I'll got a pun in it, Tony Hops. She can't so, drink. This was not. We're not just doing merch here. We're celebrating because Jason and I came to skate. Yeah, we had no intention of doing a show, and this dude, cheers. And this dude, us dudes, Vero Keeper Bindi. He starts doing, starts trying Vero Flip Indies, and puts one down. And I got so fired up, I started trying to make it. Yeah, that one. I was one of those ones where I was like, you're nowhere near it. And I was like, oh my God, you could have made that one. And I'm like, why did you jump off? We could be leaving now. But I'm glad I jumped off because it wasn't high enough. I wanted to do a bigger one. And I got like a, it's hard to go high for me. It's it, it, it just old. It's, I was wondering when it was going to happen. I see older guys not going it's not, as high. It's nothing. It's, it, it's Who's your... old that goes high? Lincoln. Oh, yeah. Okay, all those, the guys that, that, that go high, they keep going high. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's a little bit lower. The, it's all about your landing. The problem is your, your setup errors are inconsistent. That's it. And yep. so when you get a good one, you go high. Yep. It's That's not like you is. can't go high. Yes. It's just it's not inconsistent. Consistency. Yeah. And when you're 50, you don't need a lot of inconsistencies. You need it to – look, I don't have that many attempts. And if I have to fall off on 75 backs, it is. We're not going to make a varial kick for So – then what? I don't know. Like five tries later, he makes one clean, super high. Yeah, clean. And solid. then I'm getting kind of close. Yeah, and kind of pissed. And then I, yeah, I threw my board against the wall yeah. once. I was like, now, now <laughs> I feel uncomfortable because I feel like I've somehow set up you. Oh, for you're, a bad no, 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 afternoon. it wasn't that. It was more. It was more that. Okay, if we're getting into the weeds, we're we're two minutes in. We're in the weeds. Let's do it. I have size thirteen feet. It takes a lot for me Real to quick, set up. Real quick, everybody. I have a huge penis. Anyway, let me talk about this story. Too. No, the. <laughs> I love oh, how you you're just, blaming you just put, you're you blaming us in the algorithm. You're blaming again. <laughs> I said penis. That's politically correct. <laughs> you, but Bigfoot makes it harder for you to flip your board. You think? Yes, because I don't. I don't have. I don't have the the, the street like Ollie slide out. Uh. So I've got to set my foot up. So I, I need my heel hanging off. And the issue with that is on a setup air. I've already got my feet kind of set up and then I put my foot even more in position. So I'm riding across, across the flat in the worst stance. Yeah, in a stance that doesn't allow you to do any turning whatsoever. No turning, yeah. Right. If anything, it's going to start to veer front side. <laughs> That's real bad. Because I'm right on my heel. Yeah. And so as long as I can maintain a straight line, then my feet are good to flick it. But right. that's rare. And the consistency is the issue. Again, like I don't have that consistency. So when I do have it in the right place, and then I flick it, and then I miss the grab. And it was like, that's what, not the thing I thought I had a problem with. What are the odds of all that working out again? I get it. Because I feel like when it goes wrong, I'm like, oh, 
It's just I just needed that one little other thing but to that go was right. It. So so I, I finally was flipping it, flipping it, and then every single time I'm, I'm reaching for it and I'm catching, I'm somehow catching it too far. Like I'm reaching around. Yeah, and no, it looked like, like it was flipping up in between your legs. I was going like suitcase grab. And then, uh, did you ask for me for a pointer? I did, yeah. And then it worked. Yeah, that's what happens. Call me, DM me. I'll help you make your tricks too, <laughs> so everybody. Then, we'll, we'll show all this. But then I, I did catch one and I wasn't, I didn't snap far enough out. And I was and like, did the squat. Let's just go for it. Tried to squat it out, shot on the flat, walked away and realized very quickly that I got a butt splitter. So much fun. Dude. This made all my afternoon become so I much I was surprised funnier. that I, I, I looked up to expect you filming me. I was filming you. When I was oh, in pain? No, no, because I filmed you slam and then I kept the camera on you because I was like, oh, you hit your ass. And now I'm filming your face and you're like, ah, oh, dude. And I'm like, oh, you're not hurt. And then it yeah. took like 10 seconds to kick in. It was in. when I started to walk away when I realized that something was amiss. <laughs> He had to in my, he had to knock up the stairs my, for a minute because he had to make sure that his asshole was there. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. Oh it, man. It feels very um it feels very uncontrolled when that happens. <laughs> like, oh something's gonna happen here. Man, I don't yeah, I don't so then that's when I started getting pissed because then I knew I had I could get it. Right. Yeah. That that's when it clicks into oh, I really can be doing this now. Yeah. So every other attempt after that was just more frustration, not not like, ah, oh, man, I almost did it. Yeah, okay. And that's why yep. I had a little... A little hissy fit little, between little friends fit, yeah. is fine. <laughs> but it also is a little bit of a, oh, man, I hope I didn't inconvenience your afternoon by telling you you should try this trick. You but didn't I tell me. Were, I just I, jumped on I it. I know. And... I, and Let's go back a little bit where I was like doing, he was like, dude, you could do a kick Bindi," And I was like, you think? And then I tried it. And then he did one while I didn't because I knew I wasn't good enough to do one yet. And then two weeks later, I made one. Payback's a bitch. And now, yeah, this one, unfortunately, I did it before. Yeah. These are the breaks, Tony. <laughs> Don't give up though, you know? So I didn't so have a stupid. rage quit. I had a rage reset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew you weren't going to quit, but I definitely, it was one of those ones where you're like, fuck. And I'm like, I hope he's okay. I'm not going to look down there. I'm just going to be like, you'll be all right. You'll bounce back. <laughs> but I felt I felt a little like, ah, man, you'll be all right. You'll make it. You better make it because then I'll feel bad. So the, the, we were just planning to skate and then come up here and do our ad reads. Yeah. And it was like, we're too fired up. We just got to do a show. So now this is, this is a spontaneous show. This was not planned. And here we are. Yeah. We're still sweaty. We didn't plan on doing oh, yeah. any of this stuff. Uh, I did do, uh, I've had a, since the last show, because we did it, we don't usually do this. We don't usually see each other this often. This is a Thursday and then a Saturday. So on Thursday. Today's Saturday? Oh, yeah. Tomorrow's yeah, Halloween. I, know. I came down here on Thursday, did a show with you, skateboarded with you, and then left. And I didn't eat because I came down super early to do the show. And then when I got back to the house, I just didn't feel hungry from skateboarding. And I had to do my show. And then next thing you know, I was like, oh, I got to go to this, this stand-up thing that I've been pretty... I've been sweating it because it's a proper stand-up comedy club with Ryan Sickler, who's a proper comedian. I usually have just been doing Tuesday nights at this place called the Dime Bar, and it's usually about seven people, and most of them are comedians. Dime Bar is at Long Beach? No, Dime Bar is on Fairfax in Hollywood. So where was this show? This is the Brea Improv, so it's a little further out, but it is gigantic. Really? So immediately as I drive past it, I go, the fear strikes me so hard. Because I'm like, oh, that's a, 
I'm not going in there. That's not – no one deserves – you need to see something more professional if you're going to go in that giant building. Not to mention I know who's – the headliner is Ryan Sickler. Ryan Sickler is a world-famous comic. Like everybody in com- comedy yeah, but- knows him as a legit fucking high-level comic. So that I go to the door and then the other guy that's on the, on the comedy, there's fucking three people, Tony. It's one oh, guy, it? me, and Sickler. Okay, but still, they, they came to see Ryan Sickler. So even if, I mean, I know you you probably did all right and you can get to that. But even if you you didn't do great, they're just there to, mostly to get to the main event. Yeah. Yeah, right? but I, I can't help thinking I've been putting in a lot of work with this lately and it is starting to turn around. And I, it's, I, I know it could be a bad idea. But, but someone, I opened, expected, someone opened up for you. He was, he's a, a proper, but that was the other thing. He's a proper comedian who has a career. He makes a living out of it. And he's like, don't worry about it. You'll be fine. Are you nervous? And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. Because when I walked in, all yeah. of a sudden there's this giant place with this big stage with all these spotlights. I usually stand on a soapbox at the dime bar. With, <laughs> and somebody usually has a torch and that's our spotlight. This place, it's like a curtain in the, da- in the back. And he's like, don't worry, I'll mention your name. And then you come out and you'll be fine. You'll do great. I'm like, yeah, sure. And I'm thinking about my routine and I'm like, I'm going to forget it. And then I'm like, I gotta, I'm got to. i starting to say to myself, can you remember to do your routine when you see the light flash to say, hey, everybody, coming up next is the person you all came to see, Ryan Sickler. I was that worried about me recalling my comedy that I thought maybe I'd be like, thank you, and just walk off. <laughs> That's how worried I was of remembering anything. Uh, how long was your set? 15 minutes, which is... Long, yeah, you know, for for a guy that has I've killed I've killed it three times, and that night where I was like, I've you've killed it uh, three other places, and both the other places were very small. But this is Ryan Sickler's fans; they like you. You've been on his podcast three times; they'll like you. But I'm telling you, the nerves that I had behind this uh, curtain, where I hear him and I see a little slot where the light is so bright from in there coming out, and I'm like. Oh, it is gnarly on the other side of this curtain. And my knee starts twitching. And I'm like, calm down, dude. Calm down. And I'm like, are you really this nervous, dude? Like, are you re-? like, and I'm like, I feel a little faint. And I'm like, I, 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 I for a second, I was like, leave, get out of here. <laughs> like, it was that. Ner- and, then, and then it's like, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to love him. You've seen him on YouTube. That was the other thing that's changed my whole joke. They were joking in the green room about, if you don't have uh, a, a, a list of stuff, then they'll just say, you've seen him on YouTube. Oh, my God. So because he said that joke in the green room, he was, like, trying to be funny for me to come out. He's like, he's a funny guy. You've seen him on YouTube. So now I'm – the whole time I'm thinking about my routine and then I hear him go that and I go, oh, that's funny. And then I open the curtain it's like, wham! Like lights, hundreds of people. And I'm like, oh, Look cool, look like you're not nervous. And I'm like, eh. And then I see the microphone and then him. He's like, and I'm like, this is, I'm going to die. I'm going to fry right now in front of all these people. And then just something that was like when you had me on the radio the first time. Just clicked in. It just, I go, eh, ha, ha. And then I go, and then I go, eh, eh. And then I got people. Now I'm, I'm walking around the stage. And at one point, everyone was laughing so fucking hard. I had to stop. Oh, wow. Because it was that's, like a, that's next level, and I was like, "Don't act like that's freaking you out. Don't act like you're surprised." But at the same time, I was like, "Dude, you're not doing bad. You're killing it. You're killing it right now." 
So then I do my whole thing. I see the light. And I'm like, oh, the light. I was worried I wouldn't even see the light. I swear, I was like, I'm not gonna understand. Did you did you cut your act short because you saw the light? No, no, it was usually no, because I'll add if I have to, but uh, usually it'll go because now I've got a routine and I'm working on evolving the routine every time I do it. So the routine's getting longer every time I do it because I'm inserting Uh, more jokes. Mm -hmm. They're called tags in the game, Tony. Tags. (laughs) Got it. Thank you. uh, Yeah. So I do this set. And and then I uh, I have one more banger joke that I accidentally it just weaved in and it was a good everybody laughed and I was like this guy you know I mean thanks everybody and I'm like man that could not have gone any better Ryan Sickler Ryan Sickler comes out big grin on his face he's like how was that for you good and I was like that was fucking unbelievable and then he did his set and I watched him and how long and is this set an hour yeah he's the pro so then I go out there and there's like hundreds of people that are like where hey man. You funny as fuck. Like I, and I'm like, this guy doesn't know me from skateboarding or a radio or anything. He just thinks I'm a comedian. And he thinks I'm worth seeing. <laughs> so I was like, great. this is the I was so was hum- it, did anyone recognize you from YouTube or from Sirius XM? Like anyone yeah. know who you were? Yeah, there were some Jason Ellis show fans in the oh, crowd. Oh, they had already bought tickets. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I did promote it. But I right. I thought I only promoted it like three days beforehand, but it's just weird to it was just such a big professional giant thing. And then to top it off, a friend of mine that helped run my web- website who helped me with some comedy stuff, he was there with his film crew. So it's all on video. So I haven't got it yet, but I wow. have I have documentation of me killing it in a comedy club. And then afterwards in the green room, Sickler goes, look, uh, I said, yeah, something about uh, not being a comedian, but I'm really trying to mean, he's like, hey, I just paid you. You just killed it in yeah. front of 500 people and yeah. now you're eating cold french fries in the green room. <laughs> yeah, that's you're comedian. a fucking comedian. Yeah. yeah, that's it. And I was like, oh, really? He's like, this yeah. is what it is. And I was like, well, then hell yeah, it's great to be here. It was a really, like, I'm on a, I'm on a roll with, I think that might be one of the coolest things I've ever done. Yeah. I'm, I've been saying that a lot lately. Have you bombed? Oh, yeah. At the Dime Bar, it's almost like, Almost everybody there's a comedian. They're not. They're either not listening or only laugh when you bomb. Like when they know no one laughs, you'll hear like, ha, and that's a comedian going, ha, this guy sucks. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I've had that. Oh yeah, but that was in front of you. Told me that that was a in small front of all crowd. The, I've never yeah, bombed experts, in front yeah. of a huge crowd, but I've only had a. Huge I've heard crowd. comedians talk about when they just can't. It, it just doesn't connect, and yeah. and it's almost like. This is funny because it's so terrible. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I kind of like which, it. Which is almost like they're having more fun. Like the other comedians in the back are having more fun. Yeah. And they're, it's worth everything to them because yep. someone's bombing and yep. that's hilarious. Yes. Hey, we're holiday season again. I'm Jason Ellis. I'm Tony Hawk. Yeah. And we're talking about Mint Mobile. I've got Mint Mobile. If you got, if you don't have Mint Mobile, then obviously you're like probably maybe you're a famous rapper and you like to brag about how much money you waste. <laughs> but not over here at Hawk versus Wolf. I, I like brag about that. I got this. See this phone right here. This is Mint Mobile. The show calls me and it's fifteen bucks a month. Fifteen, but are you? You've got to be joking me, mate. Right? Mint Mobile has. Uh, a deal that is for a limited time that we don't usually talk about. So this is usually I just say, you've got to be joking me uh, 15 bucks a month. Well, now for a limited time, three months plan for free. 
free. Then 15 bucks a month. Same, uh, you know, it's got the, what do you call it, 5G network. All, it's, a fu- it's, the fu- it's a phone. Does all the things that all your phone. You could have your phone and then you could switch it over right now to mid-mobile, keep your same number, and Bob will be your uncle. 15 Bob's bucks. your uncle. I knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> ah, man. Ah. Oh, man, I got to call it. Oh, you guys, I'm sorry. I broke my hand punching somebody on the weekend. Uh, for a limited time, buy any for, for, buy, buy any three-month Mint Mobile plan and get uh, three more months free by going to mintmobile.com slash hawk. Man, this is just for hawk now. That's mintmobile.com slash hawk. Cut your wireless bill to $15 a month, everybody, at mintmobile.com slash hawk. Oh, man, Alice and Tony Hawk. Holiday season is giving thanks, friends, at Manscaped. Yeah. Uh, tell I want to tell my extended family that I have performance package 4.0. I've got three 4.0s because I think they accidentally send my Jason Ellis show people. I don't know. I shouldn't say this because I, I want to have one. Yeah. Well, too bad. You know what? You could probably hit up Manscaped. I, I bet you they, they like you. But do you have Just the 4.0 or is it? One. Do you have a new one? Do you have the 4.0? No. Oh, wait. What? I think I'm getting all your manscapes. I'll drive one down. I promise I didn't put it on my butt or anything. Um, I promise I would not do that. These are the future of all. I would not do that to Tony Hawk. There's no greater shaving. Are you sure you can keep track of all of them though? Are you sure that like the- Well, there's ones in the bag. I wouldn't use, I'm not going to give you one that's been out of the bag. That's crazy talk, Tony Hawk. (laughs) Okay. I would not do that. Uh, yeah, if you wanted to gift somebody uh, a Manscaped this Christmas, you could do so. And if you did so through us, uh, we could get you a 20% discount before you get it. So that'd be smart, right? Free shipping. Use code HawkWolf at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off, everybody. Free shipping with the code HawkWolf at Manscaped.com. Be thankful these hol- this holiday season for the best gift of, for, uh, of all from Manscaped. Wait. Yeah. Of all from man. They're trying to say like all of mankind. Oh, thank you. I love how you can read it better without saying it. Your balls will thank you, man. (laughs) At the dime bar, I have done it where I'm like, I'm doing the thing like this, so I can't, you can't see me laughing. And then it just gets so bad where I'm like, I'm like, (laughs) I hope you didn't hear me do that, but it's, he's dying so bad. And the, the extra silence after he goes, and then I hit the cat in the oven. And it's like, no. <laughs> and he's like, but he's still going, oven, are you sure? Yeah, wait, and, let's and everyone's try it like, again. And everyone's like, yeah, we're sure. Not good. <laughs> Let me say it with a different inflection. But it, it's super similar to skateboarding, dude. Like a contest where, you know, I skate all day. We, hey. And they're like, coming up next, Jason Ellis. I ain't fucking playing, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm in a different mode. And then as soon as the ride's over, you got this, ah, ah, and, this and then I did the thing, and we did a thing, and then, whoa, hey. You're all hopped up and high on life. Yeah. It was the exact same thing. But the, the difference is, is you ain't physically hurt. <laughs> no matter how bad you do. <laughs> You're never like, physically like that's, hurt. That's the, that is the attitude we walked in here today We with. did Varial Kick like, Bennies yeah, today. Varial Kick Bennies. Woo, let's just go record. We're on it. It's just happening. You're going to see the Varial Kick for Bindi. You're not going to see the, the other 12. Oh, why not? I was like, oh, my, my bag. Oh, I'm definitely showing the bus splitter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, then I got to give you my ones because I chicken neck myself like fucking 40 times. 
Why? Yeah, well, you, you kept missing the pumps. You, yeah. you started to fly out towards yeah. the flat and then just free falling. Yeah, with no, with not cool knees. So I don't, <laughs> I can't land on my knees. I just do a, like a, like some weird back jolt thing where I, the next day I, I do a, I look like I need to take a, it looks it like I need sh- to shit a human head out. <laughs> Does that make any sense? Like, I feel like when I get out of bed and I walk from my bed towards the shower, it looks like, I'm like, oh no. I've got a human head stuck in my anus and I need to shit it out. <laughs> and if I told you that and you saw me walk, you'd be like, yeah, you might have an, it might have a head in your anus, Why man. Why is it a head? Because it's, I can't, the camera's up. It's so, it's like I go, wait, you, you angle that camera and I'll do it. I'll come at you. So put it, put it this way and I'll come towards you. So it's more like this, that I do this thing. With a, it must be something heavy in here. So it's like, but why is it a human head? Why can't it be like a volleyball or something? Oh, because it's not that heavy. It's just like a human head. Oh <laughs> I, I love when we start filming shit. If I feel like, I feel like the I guys at cast are like, one. please don't adjust the cameras. Are you centered on this one. Oh, Tony Hawk cam. Hey man, you're good at filming skateboarding, so you can film us standing here. <laughs> I can do static shots, no problem. Oh wow. man. Uh, okay. Yeah, but that's that's it. That's pretty sick. Yeah, it's been a. So you you are a comedian. A, you are a paid yep, comedian. Yes, yes. I made two hundred dollars. You have week. you have a solid fifteen In minutes stand up comedy alone. Not to mention how much money I've made from this merchandise gotta, coffee mug here. I should tell you my story. The first time I ever, I didn't know this is what I was doing, but I found out that I got a speaking gig. Wait, this is back in the sort of, you know, heyday of THPS. And um, it was right after I did the Milk Mustache uh, Yes. Ad. Who can forget? <laughs> Those of you who can forget, you know? Hey, that was exciting. That was Annie Leibovitz shot that. Who did? Annie Leibovitz. I don't know who photographers are. Sorry, dude. She's big time. I know. I can tell. Um, but uh, then I was doing I was doing other stuff with Milk because they, they had a Milk uh, scholarship where people would do creative writing and then they asked me to be one of the judges of the creating writing and then oh, they would okay. give scholarships throughout the year. They were, they were major. Yeah. Um, and then they said, oh, we want you to come to the event where we, we hand out the awards and the scholarships. It was Pretty in Orlando. Cool. And I just happened to be there for a different event. So. Oh, that worked out. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's come, you know, it'd be great. You'll be, you'll be a, a, one of the guests and da, da, da. And then. I started to realize as I was there, there, there before before I got there, they said, "Oh, can you send us some any sort of video elements you want?" I was like, "Video elements? I guess." So I, I just sent raw skate footage, yeah, unedited, unedited. Yeah, I, I didn't. I had no idea what uh, what I was walking into. I didn't understand that what they expected from me was a polished speech. Okay. I had no idea. Okay. So I'm just in the audience, like doing at they have a dinner. And then how many people? Oh, I don't know, four hundred or something, five hundred. Yeah, it's fucking, it's that's a lot of people. A lot of people. Yeah. And then this guy gets up and does this full polished motivational speech. He was an Olympian. He goes through his whole story, shows the highlights of it, what he learned, how he how he uh, connected with himself afterwards. And the whole time you're watching, you realize I'm watching like they want me to do that. <laughs> I don't do that. And you're like, wait, I think my video footage is I like don't. just random shit. It doesn't have any Oh, accolades. absolutely. And then they're like, and next to the stage, we've got Tony Hawk. And I was like- <laughs> You're next. 
Oh, no. And uh, Jared, who runs 900 Films here, yeah. been here forever. Yeah. He was my guest. Yeah. So when they call my name, he, he looks at me and he's the- like, like, he looks at me like, oh my God, you oh, he- have to go do that. <laughs> With like and, a dawn on us both. Thinks, he, does he think it's funny? He's, he's frightened for me. Oh, that's I nice could tell because it was just, he was just like, like, okay, go ahead, I yeah, guess. I don't know. Yeah. Then I get up on stage. And they start playing my footage. There's no sound. It, it's film. Like, this is after we shot the end. So it's, it's just raw skate footage. Is it footage just you or is it film. out skaters? It's just me. And clips long enough to edit. So it's like, you know, heel flip 360 all the way out, pumping back up. And then the next trick. And then finally someone's like, play some music. Somebody said that. Yeah. And so then they just start playing some random rock and roll track oh, underneath it and wait, i was like while you're talking no i'm not talking yet oh this is my intro oh my because this was God, my intro no video yeah <gasps> so nobody checked it what i don't we don't we had no idea like i didn't know this was a thing that happened you know what i mean like i, I wasn't in i wasn't in that circle and i think they just assumed that i was because of whatever i was doing at the time yeah or the, the success i had and so i just thought i okay i'll i guess i'll go T- tell my story? I don't know. Yeah. And so they show the footage, they play the music, whatever. It it just kind of fades away. Someone like it's, says, it's not play that's some, some banger. Music. You know what I mean? It's, it's just someone footage. says play some music and then you start hearing music. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I got up there and tried to be motivational. But I don't, I don't remember it. The whole thing was like a dream. Like something just clicked and I just told a story yeah, and then tried to keep coming back to, but you know, just believe in yourself and you can do it. And like, I, I'm doing this and no one thought it could be a career and it turned into a career. And you know, it's, you just got to keep pushing through and doing what you love. And, and then I was like, thank you. And then I sat down and I never forget. I looked at Jared and Jared goes, <laughs> like, I think you're in the clear. You did it. Yeah. yeah. yeah I think that wasn't that bad. It worked. Yeah. Fuck. But Who gets in trouble for... I mean, isn't that like your manager or something supposed to set you up a little better? It was just a... a, a there was a <laughs> failure of communication all the way through. Like, I think it was more that, that they assumed I did that kind of stuff. My management assumed that it wasn't going to be something so serious. Eh. And no one through the line of communication knew that this is a speaking gig. That's what it is. And now I do speaking gigs. I understand what that is. And I understand that I have to come prepared with with an with a story arc and with with anecdotes. It's like doing comedy. Fuck yeah, it is. And so and and the the you got to remember can, a lot of stuff. You can you can bomb too, where yep. it's like the the hardest one I ever did was um, I think it was I think I did it in in Ireland, where it was a big it was a stage and then a big audience. This is probably like. 10 years ago or so, but this big audience on one side and then a smaller audience on the other side. It was a 360 stage. Like Metallica or some shit. But but not all the way around. So it was like there were two different rooms. It was super weird. So you had to rotate? Yes. Oh. And and so you're like, Are you getting eye contact with these fools? I do this sort of general eye contact where I just sort of skim the crowd, but I don't actually look at anyone in particular because if I do, I'll lose... My concentration. Right. And I probably look like, it probably looks kind of wild. It probably doesn't, you know what I mean? It doesn't, because 
because my eyes are just sort of shifting around. Yeah. But that's just how I that's how I can do it. I don't know. I, look, I feel like there's a depending on where you are. If you're a comedian eyeing somebody and having a conversation with them, it kind of shows how calm you are and you're sort of interacting with the crowd. It loosens people up. I get the angle of it, but if you're not good with quick witted things to say, probably not a good idea to start that conversation in the first place. <laughs> yeah. But I felt like there was people that I could see in the crowd on Thursday night that I could tell as soon as I caught their eye, I was like, oh, this guy, this guy's super, in, like he thinks it's hilarious. Everything I'm saying is hilarious. I can just be like, you, sir, is that your wife next to him? And he's already laughing. And I've just asked him who his wife is. And he's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's her. You know, like he's already just like, please say something remotely funny and we're fucking gone. And so I can play with those guys. And then it turns out one of the people that I interacted with, because I was like, this couple are fucking down for the cause. And I was like, you guys get it, right? Blah, blah, blah. And I had some, you know, made some jokes with them uh, like two hours later on my Instagram. They're like, man, we're huge fans. We've been listening to your show for like 10 years. And I was like, I, your face gave it away. Yeah, gave it I was away, like, right, you guys, right. I could be oh, like. I can spot skaters in the crowd. Right. Uh, yeah, because it's a different yeah. look, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it weird sure. that they look at, you could be a pro skater and look at Tony Hawk. And go, holy shit, Tony Hawk. You could be a not skateboarder and go, holy shit, Tony Hawk. And you can tell which is the difference. But I can also tell which one's used to skate. Yes. There's there's a certain look of that too. Oh, where wow. It influenced their character. It influenced their style. They don't really do it. Yeah. But, it, but they still hold it dear and it's still kind of, they still project it. Respect is is still there from their childhood. They're like, I remember this man as a man that you respected. <laughs> and now I'm 45 and he, goddammit, is still the man that I respect. Hey, everybody. Jason Ellis here with Tony Hawk talking about disco. I did not know about these guys and their products, but they sent it to me. And I am, it, it's, it's a fact. It's unfortunate, but I am getting older. And I am seeing that my face is coming Same. off. And I'm also uh, very popular and hilarious and charismatic and talented. <laughs> and it's like, don't you dare laugh after I say that, Tony Hawk. And I, and, and I bring attention to myself because of how, how sweet I am. <laughs> Are you reading a script? No. No, I'm just laughing at what an idiot I am. Like how sweet idiot. But this stuff... It's got tons of really cool stuff in it, and it's not very expensive. But there's like a face wash where you got like a block, a black block on your in your face, and you put all this stuff all over your face, and then you wash it off, and then your face is all eucalyptus, eucalyptusy and stuff. It's pretty refreshing. Oh, hello, my cat. Um, but there's uh, there's all different kinds of moisturizers. What kind of moisturizers do I got, Katie? Eucalyptus. Yeah, I got eucalyptus, but there's all different kinds of. Creams in there that you there's like uh what's the one the skin where you put it on for th- sixty seconds, Katie? Sixty seconds in there? I... Oh no, you can just do it. Wait, you can do it. They're saying you can do it all in sixty seconds. Okay, I maybe you can. <laughs> I don't know. If this is a good, sp- but I can't. All right, I don't understand <laughs> how to put that block thing on my face. It takes me a bit longer than that. I'm not gonna lie, but we've got a uh we've got a discount for everybody. <laughs> So you can check it out your st- yourself. If you want to check out Disco, try their incredible skincare products. Uh, a special offer for a Hawk versus Wolf audience. Go to letsdisco.com slash hawkwolf. Uh, enter hawkwolf to check out for 30% off your first order. 
that's disco.com slash hawkwolf for 30% off your first order. Thank you, Disco. That reminds me, I did do a speaking gig in, uh, in Dublin. This is a different one, actually. That's the only, not the only place I do them, but uh, this was a long time ago. I got invited to go um, to receive the James Joyce Award, which is- a, Who's that? James Joyce was a, a writer. Oh, okay. And he was from Ireland. Uh-huh. And the idea is just sort of an honorary award that they present to people for accomplishments. It, it, it was originally supposed to be a writing award, but now it's like, um, uh, there's been a bunch of, of actors and musicians and stuff that have received it. And they asked if I wanted to receive, basically they just give you a free trip there. Sweet. And so I went and I didn't really have a speech prepared. It was more of a Q and a thing, which is way easier for me because that you feels, that feels improv and off the cuff. Yeah. And it's not, it's, it's just not rehearsed. Yeah. Um, and so this, the moderator, someone's asking questions, was asking me questions. And then they went to the audience member, members, just, you know, 50 minutes of Q&A with audience. And this one guy's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, sir, in the red shirt. Yeah, will you uh, play me a game of skate? <laughs> I said, I don't, I don't have my stuff. Yeah. Like, that's all right. I got, I got an extra board. Just totally called me he had, out. He had two boards with him. Yeah, call me out. No, and I was, like, I was like, I just, I didn't come prepared to skate. I, I totally tried to weasel out of it. Yeah. That really wasn't what I was there for. Yeah. And I didn't have my skate shoes. No was, shit, dude. The whole thing, right? Yeah. And so then whatever, he, but he wouldn't, he kept raising his hand. He kept trying to get back in on the conversation. Just to like bring he up. He wasn't going to let it go. Yeah. Okay. So then other people were asking questions and whatever. The whole thing's over. Um, I'm walking out of the building and the dude is right there with two skateboards. He's like, come on, man. And so we went. You went at it. We went at it. Was he any good? He was pretty good. Did you beat him? I beat him. Yeah. He was pissed. He, what, what, he was I so knew, right? Like that, I, that, I knew, like anybody that's that dedicated to making sure you play skate with him before he leaves is like, you know, there's one, here's my goal in life. I'm mean at skate. And I'm going to challenge Tony Hawk and I'm going to beat him and I'm going to tell you, everybody. And you know that's what? It. I, I've seen someone has tagged me in it. It's on YouTube somewhere. The the fight. The, 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 the skate the, off. The game of skate. Yeah. Because. Um, what shoes did you have on? I can't remember. I don't like remember dress if shoes? I had. I, I don't think so. I, but I think that they're, the shoes I wore were not intended for skating, but they were like, like I, have, I have a couple of sort of shoes that are, they, they're skater shoes, but they're, they look nicer. Yeah. I think that's what I was like, wearing. It was, it was a long time ago, but I do remember the last thing. I, I, so I got a couple of old school tricks in my pocket. Yeah. That Fucked it. People just can't do it. Yeah. yeah. They're just what? what? Nice. Like, you know, no comply where you shift it all the way 180 and then bring it back. Yeah. I got that one. Oh, and you got a damn. Yeah. And, and then he's like, what? And I remember when I did that, I heard him back there. He's like, fuck you, Tony Because <laughs> <laughs> he thought you were going to like, Nolly flip fucking bullshit. I can't. I can't nolly flip. I know, right? Me neither. But I can't remember what there there was one trick at the end that it started to get down to the wire, and then there was one trick at the end where I I got it, and he's just like, couldn't even try. I he just could like he just yeah he he knew it right then. It's the difference between the good and the bad right there. It's it's rough. I mean, imagine that. Imagine like that you're doing a comedy thing. People know you're pro skater, and they're like, hey man, I'll meet you out back afterwards. See what happens. But the yeah, thing about this one is I'll that I'll kick you in the fucking leg. The thing about like, this right, one go. is that the entire crowd was still there. So you watched, they watched it. 
They all watched it. Yeah, that was the and part. These are like because adults. I couldn't. That was the thing. It was, it was I was leaving the venue, and he's there, and I'm th- and of course, I, my first instinct is like I didn't I didn't come for that. I don't want to yeah. do that. All the people were still surrounding this area, and they're like, "Yeah, let's go!" Everybody wanted it to happen. Of course, yeah. Do you think everybody wanted you to lose, or do you think everybody wanted you to prove it? I don't, I don't think I really thought that far into it. It just seemed like everyone's like, "Yeah, come on, play oh, this for random sure guy." They'd be, oh, I'm like, "Why does he have to play this?" They random would be guy? stoked if he if he had won. Oh, right. absolutely, yeah. Right. I mean, because because clearly he was a local. Hot shot. Okay, right. So it's kind of like when any, anybody scores on Jordan, when then they that video gets sure, to live yeah, in yeah, glory, yeah. right? Yeah. Didn't a, he like when he used to go play games for big businesses or whatever? I guess some guy scored on him. Yeah, and it was like a thing for like ten years. Like the video was just viral because it was like, watch this guy score a point on Michael Jordan. I'm like, who yeah, cares? Okay. Well, I mean, I get it, but but are you really? I guess I guess my my viewpoint is. That, does that somehow bring down Michael Jordan in your eyes? I think that it it, it would be up for Michael Jordan. Which just makes to, him more mortal. If he had have said, if he had gone, fuck, what the fuck, and freaked out, then that would have crushed his life. Because <laughs> yeah. he was like, yeah, right. congratulations. Yes, yeah, right. And then even the people that don't understand the ins and outs of a high-level sport, they know that it's like, yeah, okay. But then... Let's go game seven and get this fucking dude down here and see how he's going to fuck. Like, who are we kidding here? We know who's who. Yep. But, yes, yes, you did score a point on a guy that was probably, like, giving it a 60% chance because he didn't know you were going to be that good. I remember on the Bones Brigade tours, uh, some some shop or areas, cities, uh, crowds were just hostile. We would show up and they'd be like, you guys suck. Like, let let us skate. And just like, what? Yeah. There was one time where th- this one dude was was harassing us so hard that we just stopped skating. We're like, go ahead. Go. It's yours. Do it. Did he? He sucked. He was terrible. But he, he was like, yeah, good then, and went. Yeah, and then he went, and, and it, it was when we had, um, on the Bones Brigade tours, probably like 87, 88, we would, we would show up with a van full of obstacles. So it was it was these ledges. It was like a bench with PVC around it, a jump ramp, nightmare, a, a, a curved rail, like a rainbow rail, but double PVC. I'll never forget because <sighs> because then we had a this. I'd rather play Russian roulette than do that. We had demo. this gross um, styrofoam mattress that covered the stuff. That that was if you wanted to sleep on a drive, you had to go back and sleep on the on the jump ramps. Not, but this one dude. Came in with, he was just like, you guys suck, watch me skate. And then could not make one thing off the jump ramp. And we just sat and watched him. That was it. That was the demo. Oh, the like, demo we did, we didn't did, happen we, because of him. You were like, okay, dude, you win. Well, we, you skated, can do we skated for about half the time we normally would have. And the crowd was so hostile towards us. They're like, wait, everyone was backing. Kind of. Well, no, they were just backing. They just didn't. It, it, was, it was like right when. It, it, right when all 8th Street, World Industries was coming into the fold and we were marked as like the old pal, <laughs> whatever, big corporate company. I mean, it's so weird. It was, skating is still small, but there was still that element to it's it. It's just so crazy. And so yeah. they were like, I'll never forget that they were like, we want 8th Street. We want World next year, next year. And then this guy's like, I could bust you guys out anyway. And then finally we're like, go ahead, go. Yes, you clearly don't want to see us skate. Yeah. So go ahead. 
Man, I don't. I never liked that part of skateboarding. I always felt like when I go to surf uh, awards, the ceremony, the the uh, the younger guys are like paying homage to guys that are like eighty years old, not your generation, like two generations after you. Right. Some twenty year old dudes like I just got to say that fucking this this ancient old Hawaiian guy right here is the fucking bee's knees of everything. And I'm like, okay, nobody even knows Tony Alva from this, like let alone uh, say, Hey man, everyone needs to respect Tony. It's Alva. different now. It's different now it's, because, because now we have, we have documentation. We've got, we've got documentaries like Dogtown Z boys that, that taught a lot of people. How people are more respectful. You're saying absolutely, yeah. What was that era? It was more that that was there was a shift of it was like Rocco and all that. World it was industry it was shit, like right? when things were going from from ramps to street. So there was already that transition happening, and Pal was was like there there were the big five. Yeah, you know, Pal was one of the big five companies. So there was little companies coming to play, but it was all combative. So their advertising was always mean spirited yeah. at the at the big companies. I get it. I understand. Like you know, in hindsight, you understand what was going on there, but they put it in the minds of the new skaters that these guys all suck. They're all old. They're has-beens, and this is the new style of skating. And in some ways, they were right. You yeah. know, like of course, street skating was was more popular. Yeah, but not having respect for your elders in the there, game, there was in the a, game there that you love so much. It seems so stupid. You're not helping yes. anyone. There was a, a, an air of disrespect for sure. You know, and to be like, oh, Bones Brigade, you know, it's George Powell, you want to work for him? I'm like, you're just some rich dude. You don't fucking skate either, Rocco. Like, <laughs> I remember fuck off. When, when we first did our birdhouse tours, um, there was even that element to it. We would go to shops and, and we're doing on birdhouse tours. We were showing up to skate shops and they would just put whatever in the parking lot and maybe a hundred people were there. I mean, usually less, right? We're talking about birdhouse tours like 92 to 95-ish. Okay, yeah. And every once in a while, we would be trailing the world crew. And so they would leave graffiti and stuff. Talking shit. Yeah, for oh, us. God. And it was like, dude, can't but we all get along? We're sick. This is the smallest industry, the smallest crew. And we're we're at war. Yeah. Are you serious? No, I've you know that's took me a long time too. I'm guilty of it. I hated people in skateboarding for their style, and I was like, he's one of like 20 people. Yeah, that rides the same ramp as you and has done for the last 20 years, just like you. You're like one of five people, and this guy's doing the exact same thing. And you're like, oh fuck you. You do it between the leg, really? Because it's between the leg. You're not his friend, <laughs> like that. It shits me because now everybody counts. Every all even the ugly mutts back in the day. Dave Crab, you hideous fucking pinchy snap fucking hand guy. But you were great. You were great. You were there. At one point, you used to do that weird thing where you'd have your your back wheels on the deck and you truck on the coping, and then you'd go and do a fucking nollie yeah. in with your big crab pinchy arms. Like so great. That's great. And I'm like, oh, this guy's got the shit. Like, shut up. Like, let everybody, everybody's ripping and doing their own thing. And even more so now you can tell that the, the freedom of, I'm going to skate my style. I'm going to wear my pants. I'm going to wear whatever fucking helmet I want. There's all these new people now that are um, their own, their own master. You know, they don't look like anybody. They're just like, it's he's that guy. You know, like he figured out his own style. Yeah, it's his hard. Own- and, and now there's just a sea of talent. So it's, it's hard to, Stand out. It is, huh? Yeah. 
People got way better again, you think? Yeah. On street? What? Oh, my. Yes. Uh, it's crazy now. Uh, you see the amount of talent and the stuff that's going on and, and, and what, what people are comfortable with and what they, what they can connect with uh, combos. And I mean, it's, it's crazy. Like I, I, I'm, I, every time I see some, I, I saw, did you see any of the best trick from Tampa? Nah. Yeah. 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 I did. Yeah. That was wild. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good point. Jamie Foy did frontside blunt slide on a rail and yeah. then kicked it over into a nose slide. Like yeah, when back I saw Frazier posted slide, it all. I saw that. I mean, that's that's the kind of stuff that we only imagined on video games right. 10, 15 years ago. Does Nigel Houston go to Tampa? He doesn't go, huh? Uh, Yeah. He does? Sometimes, yeah. Right. I don't know if he wants to. Is he this still year. the best dude? He's one of the best, for right. sure. But is there new dudes on the block that are better? Oh, you got to watch. Uh, I mean, now we're getting the street, but you got to watch the Nigel versus Paul Rodriguez game of skate. I did watch a little bit of it. I've watched Paul post that it. That is insane. Because they just keep going. They keep going, and it's it's the hardest, it's the hardest combos and big flips and little and and at some point one of them has to learn it for that. The other one has to learn. It's crazy. And they do it though. They do it. They like I mean, learn they, it is in do it in two tries or three, is it three? You if you're you uh, if you, the letters S to T, oh, yeah. you only get one try, but E you get two tries. Okay. So. Whatever. Shout out. Shout out to uh, Paul Rodriguez, Nigel Houston. Yeah, those guys are amazing. Pretty amazing. But even if you're not amazing, that's the thing that I've learned. And I'm glad I live long enough to realize that. Who cares? Just just shredding and moving around to the yeah. point where you're no longer thinking about the rest of your life. You've won. You're the winner. You know? It's like when you get out and you're like, wait, what rank am I, what rank am I on the deck right now? You fucked so up. The guy that we skated today, yeah. Bobby. Was looked, an insane street skater. Yeah, and he didn't. He looked like he was in some serious danger in the first couple of rides, and then by the end, he was fucking yeah. flying. So we skated with with Abby Taylor today, and he just hit me up because he was, he was passing through town, and he used to be this insane street skater, and decided one day I want to learn how to skate vert, and started looking like Gons for the most part, like uh, wearing full tech, and learning hand plants and stuff, yep. and then said he hasn't skated vert in I don't know a year or something. Yeah. Came in here and just clicked in. Yeah, he looked great by the end of it. Looked like Mike V. He did kind of, yeah. And it's weird because you would only know that if you've seen Mike V skate vert because he didn't look like Mike V on the street course. He looked like <laughs> Mike V when Mike V Did you notice in Mike all that footage that, that your friend Greg Z sent? Yeah. See Gons in every event? Oh, yeah. Killing it. Loving it. You know he wanted to be Christian back then, right? Gons? Yeah. It was this big thing where it was such an odd thing because he didn't look like Christian in any way, shape, or form. He's the most odd character on the planet, but he was all about skating vert and skating vert like Christian Osoi. And I'm like, how does a slob fast plant between the legs simulate fucking Christian Osoi at all? But in his mind, he was doing Christian-esque fronts at ollies and his backs at airs were... I never, imagined, to open up I never the, imagined that Gons was trying to be anyone. He... He would do like Christian impressions. He would do like grinds where he'd start doing the oh ho 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 and do all the the jokey things that Christian does. He was all about that. I thought it was the funniest shit ever because I'm like, you realize you don't look like him, right? And he's like, no. I'm like, I hate to break it to you, dude, but your shit does One not look like him. One of my biggest regrets is we did the big demo in Paris. I think it was maybe '89 or '90. Um, Gons, 
uh, Kevin Staub, Joe Johnson, and I. Yeah. Uh, Danny Way was there too, but we were all hanging out. And after the event, they were going to go out, go out partying, and they were going to the Bandouche. And that was the spot in Paris. The, the mm. Bandouche was like, like the Viper Room. Yeah. Right? And you didn't go? I didn't go because, well, for one, I thought there's no way we're getting in. Because you, you, you had to be Christian. like, a, what's that? Christian's getting in. Christian wasn't there. Oh. Okay. So it was, it was Joe Johnson, Gons, and Kevin who uh, were going. Yeah. Right? And so also, I was just super tired. So I was like, oh, I, I don't, I can't. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm really tired. And also, yeah, I don't want to walk around Paris and get shut down at the club. Like, this just sounds lame. This is way back when skateboarding wasn't the coolest it was thing. was not cool. Right. And so, but those guys were all artistic Pretty and cool. they had a look for Joe sure. Johnson had a vibe. Yeah, Joe and Gons too. So anyway, whatever, I fell asleep. Kevin comes back and he's like, you missed it. What do you mean I missed it? Dude, we, we were there waiting at the door and they're not letting anyone in. And they looked at us three and they're like, you guys, come on in. And then we met Keith Haring. Do you know who Keith Haring is? No, what do I know that Super name? Super famous artist in the 80s. He, he died of AIDS. Um, but you'll, you'll, you know, his art. Yeah. Absolutely. And he drew and he was alone at the bar. He's from the U S he was alone at the bar and they were all so excited. Keith Haring was there. They all came up and started talking to him and he was like, yeah, man, everyone's like, everyone's so, so uppity here. They don't want to say hello. And so they ended up just hanging out with Keith Haring all night and he drew on all their stuff. And that is priceless. I can't, like, anyone listening that knows who Keith Haring is. Wait, on their clothes? On their clothes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you fucking idiot. And then Kevin came back and he's like, he's like, look at Keith Haring, you go over my shirt. And I was just like, what? (laughs) And I'm like half asleep, just like, no, I didn't go. Oh, man. Would it? I have a handful of regrets. That's one of them. Would he have known who you were at that point? I don't know. Maybe not, though, right? Maybe not. Did he know those guys? Did he believe that they were pro skateboarders? I feel like he might have known Gons. Okay, well then if he might have known Gons, he would have known you, dude. But I really don't, I don't know. I feel like he was just stoked to see Americans that were different. And he was just there by himself. By himself, yeah. There's fucking weird people out there. (laughs) I get it, though. I feel like that's kind of the way it is. It's always like... uh, So on that note, I was just thinking about this because uh, we are... Tomorrow's Halloween. This is when we're recording it. Spoiler alert, it's October 30th. Uh, Kathy and I went to a party in LA that was, that was, I think it was around the same time as X Games. This is maybe 10 years ago or so. And we were walking around this one area and on a couch by himself was Larry David. And I was like, did you just see what I saw? And she's like, yeah. I go, my God, let's get a photo with him. We go back around. He's gone. You did. I was He's like, gone. I would not do that with him. I feel like he'd be so bummed that I don't want to be a, a party. part of it. It, it was, was a, it was yeah, a party. He's so lame. What's that? He's so lame. He's so lame. I knew it. Katie does that too. Like, he's so like not into anybody. Yes, I understand that. But like, he, he but hates he, you if you ask for a photo. I, under, okay. I would assume anyway. I'll give you that. But okay. he was in a place where it's it's kind of the thing. Right. He's surrounded by people. Like we know, we know he's like antisocial. And he has all these <laughs> idiosyncrasies. It's all in the show. Like we get it, right. but but he was there on display. It wasn't like he was, you know what I mean. It wasn't like he was waiting in line at the DMV and didn't want to be bothered. Yeah, okay. He was at a party. 
that was clearly a social event. But anyway, long story short, we didn't get the photo. Uh, no, I was have you met him? Uh, that was it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. He was at my dentist once, but I didn't care. The only thing I cared about is Katie's like, that's Larry, Larry David. And I go, does he really have Skechers on? What the fuck is wrong with this guy? Wow. That's what I thought. That's your takeaway. The guy had Skechers on. <laughs> I dressed up as him for Halloween. I know. And you looked ago. amazing. Did you put Skechers <laughs> on for it? No, I had. I could have sworn he had the sketches on that he had from like three seasons ago on the TV show. I actually, uh, I sent his daughter a message. She's on Instagram. And I asked her what kind of glasses to get. And she said, he he has these frames that are impossible to get. Like he bought a stock load of them and they're discontinued. And he has his optometrist fit lenses into them. What a champion. He just makes, he found one that you can't get and bought them all. Of course. Makes sense, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Katie's all Katie, Katie's like, why don't you like? I do like him. I do think his show's funny, but I don't think I can't like the greatest show I've ever watched. It's not that show. Okay, who? And she's would like, you, how could who you would say you that? Freak out to see. Oh, um, you know, Metallica is probably still. If James Hetfield's anywhere, I'm like, oh my fucking god, that's pretty. But crazy. you met him. Yeah, I'm saying, who would you? Who you haven't met? Um. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't really care. I mean, I guess uh, Israel Alasanya, like the the UFC fighter, I would like to meet him. But I'd only like to meet him if he was like, like, oh yeah, good for you, kid. Like, if he's like that, then I don't want to meet him. But if he's like, oh, I mean, I, I <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give you a legitimate couple of com- you know, in a conversation, then yeah, I would love to be a part of that. But I don't want to be like, yeah, man, here's my signature. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'd be like, man, I you ruined that relationship. I don't want it to be like that. Yeah. Which is highly likely. So yeah, I don't really want to meet anybody. My- Danzig, I already met him. That was a bummer. <laughs> but you're seeing of- him tomorrow. I'm seeing him tomorrow, yeah. I'm not gonna dress- wasn't that much of a bummer. Well he's singing Elvis songs. <laughs> If he was like, hey, meet me at this place and I'll have a conversation with you, I ain't going. He's not that interesting. Wait, that I'm sounding is, like a hater. Yeah, that, that's a very he strange said, analogy. He was on my show. He, read, he did a contract where he, read his own, he wrote his own contract oh, over yeah, the yeah. top of the contract. Oh, we talked about that, yeah. Yeah, and then, when he got, and then when after the show ended, Katie and I talked to him about BDSM and he goes, oh, yeah, you're into that? And I go... Yeah, yeah, we are. And he's like, well, if you can come over, you can come over to my house if you want, but there's no fucking safe word. And I was like, do you think that that fucking scares me, dude? Like, what is, what is your deal? You're so lame. There's no <laughs> safe word. Shut up. Wow. I'm like, what is that? I feel like he was trying to say that to make it sound more appetizing to us. Like, there's no safe word. I'm like, who has a safe word? What are you so you might So you might get killed. I know, right? No, exactly. No, like, stop playing with your life. Like, if I if say you agree stop, to you're not going to stop. Is that what yeah. you just admitted to me? Yeah. That if you come to my I house, I think you'd be able to stop him. I was going to say, like, what if I just rip out of your device and beat your ass? <laughs> your device? What? Speed DSM, man. There's devices in there. Oh yeah. Hey. Sorry, I'm not, I'm not as well yeah, versed. Fair enough. <laughs> we should change the subject quickly. But yeah, Danzig, great. Can't wait to see him. I have been listening to the album and it is good. It's it's going to be easy listening, not super hard rock stuff. So I'll be able to kind yeah. of relax. Okay. He's got um, this. 
I, I do regret not getting a photo with Tupac when I saw him. Did we talk Ooh, about that already? Yeah. We did, right? Yeah, I don't know where I've told up. these stories. I got a photo with Master P once. That's sick. Yeah. He had security with him. And I remember thinking, why do you have security with, you're like six, seven. <laughs> and your Master P. Don't you have a fucking right. gun on your hip? Yeah. Like, why do you need these two jokers at the Athlete Lounge at X Games? Like, you'll be fine. You could beat up everybody That's in like 50 here. Cent. Yeah, well, 50's a little bit of hobbly guy. And you'd be surprised. Just because you lift weights doesn't mean you can defend yourself. But he, Master P, I knew it. He had a, a license to carry everywhere he goes in every country. He got something... That you can't get. What is he, Secret Service? I, dude, he got some shit. I don't know. The Colin told me a long time ago, this dude's tw- strapped 24-7. He has some license to carry everywhere wow. he goes because of his lifestyle or how, however he fan- he fucking fandangled it. Where he was like, yeah, man, I need it. I have to for survival. And it's, so he, I knew that. Colin McKay, shout out to Colin McKay, who told me, yeah, P's always got a gun on him. So now I see P at the Athlete Lounge at X Games and I'm like, I mean, what if he doesn't like me saying- <laughs> wow. I was worried. Like, we took a photo, <laughs> and I was like, eh. It was kind of like the first time I saw Jay-Z. What, just because you knew that? Yeah. I thought <laughs> P was like, man, this fucking white boy from Sandringham, get the fuck out of here. Wow. I, I just assumed that he'd think that I was, like, below him, and maybe he would shoot me. Um, my godson, Keaton, is Secret Service. And, Sick. Uh, he, so he always has a gun, but he has to, and when he, he travels. Me? What's that? Would he fight me? I don't think so. Yeah. I just, I like, to, I just like to know how good I'd probably do wouldn't be good service. for his resume. Well, don't tell anybody. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> or, or for showing up to work the next day. Oh yeah. Right. All right. Well, when he takes a vacation, hit me up. Um, but he, uh, he always, he always has a gun. He has to, he has to keep it in a safe when he travels. Cool. But he has to show up early to airports to. Oh, because he has to go show through it. security. Right. Yeah, which is it's just a weird. It's it's a whole different it's yeah. a whole different dynamic situation. I mean, think about it. So he's on a he's on a plane with a gun. He doesn't check. He has it w- on his side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I mean, even when he's not he's working. Service. Yeah, we met up. Well, I don't know how much I can tell about that, but yeah, we met up with him uh, a few years ago in New York, and and he's always ready. I think it was more that he didn't have he didn't have a safe to put it in that day, so it was just like yeah, because because we were we went out to dinner and it's like oh do you want a drink? He's like no, because it's like no because I, I have a gun. Yeah, right. yep. Well, that, good for him for being incredibly mature about it because <laughs> it's his job. Yeah, sure. I'll have a yeah. drink. Like yeah, well, man, that, I don't need that guy defending. Wasn't people. there some secret security guy that uh yeah, like in a couple of years ago where he was at a party dancing and his gun fell out. Did you see that? No. Wait, it didn't go off, did it? It did. <gasps> yeah. It was a big Wait, so he didn't have it on safety? I don't know. I don't even know how you make a gun go off. When you drop it on the ground, where does it hit the but trigger? But also he was doing some, like, some goofy dance and then, woo, doing the splits. And all of a sudden it was like, oh. Oh, okay. Your gun fell out and it went off. We have a problem. And it went off. Yeah. In a crowded room. It's like a room. bad movie. I just don't, I just, you're so, even if it doesn't get anybody, you need to get the fuck out of here and never show your face again. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like whoever's in charge of the yeah. function is like, really? Yeah. Did you just murder, almost murder <laughs> people in here? Crazy. Yeah, they're very dangerous, those, those guns. It's a very confusing thing because I have them, um, but I grew up 
around them and was taught gun safety. I think it's really crazy how many people but aren't have the guns. laws way different in Oz? Yeah. It's way more uh, strict. You can't, yeah, it's way stricter. You can't have a handgun. Just can't have one. You right. can have a hunting rifle. Uh, so, but with hunting rifles, there's a way to carry them. There's, you know, you have it on safety. Did you go you hunting have, for yeah, animals? Yeah. For what? Uh, at first, rabbits, and then I moved my way up to wild boar, razorbacks, and shit when I was a oh, kid. Oh, wow. One time. Did you eat them? Oh, fuck yeah. I ate their <laughs> kidneys. What? And this guy, my dad's friend, Czechoslovakian guy, he escaped from Czechoslovakian jail. And he said he had to like swim over a river and at the bottom, at the end of the uh, the river to walk back onto shore. They had razor blades everywhere. So he got all cut up on the razor blades trying to escape from Czech Republic because it's Czechoslovakia when he escaped. It was a long time ago. It's called Czech Republic now. Yes. But he also, he had this, he's got this blobby half a tattoo on his arm and... He didn't like it, so he put acid on it and and tried to sand it off with sandpaper. He said it hurt too much to get it all off, but he got most of it off. So he's a super gnarly, tough, like weird guy. And him and my dad were best friends, but he took us boar hunting. And the first, because I, I, the first boar I got, we had a campfire and there was this big noise and everyone goes, get up in the tree. And I'm like, get up in a tree? What? And I get up in a tree and all these uh, pigs just start bolting over the fire, smashing it, like stampeding through it. So Hundreds of them. They were coming for you guys? They were coming they... for the fire. And they just trampled it out, like ripped through it. I'm like, what the fuck? What do they got against fire? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I just remember <laughs> get up the tree. So I got up the tree and then I'm like, whoa, that's a lot of, whoa, those are big pigs. Whoa, that is crazy. They're like running through the fire even. And then a guy, my dad's friend, drops down out of the tree and starts shooting. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I drop out of the tree and I got my I got a pump action shotgun that my dad got me and he sawed off the handle and the and the nozzle for so that I could hold it up. Like, cause it's too heavy for me to hold the front end. So I'm assuming that's not regulation. Yeah, that one had to go when they did the uh, <laughs> this is a long time ago before I was around in Australia when they said, right, school shooting. That's not good. So yeah. we're going to ban all guns that are all like guns. assault rifles. Right. So if you've got one, hand them in. We'll give you some money for them. But if you don't hand them in and we catch you, we're going to fucking nail you to the wall. So my dad gave almost every illegal gun back. <laughs> Except that one. Except that one that after he died, I shot it off after the funeral in the, in the house. And my stepmom, because I was like, he's dead. I'm in charge of the house now. And he had this uh, 22 that had 16 bullet magazine. You can't have uh, 16 round magazine in Australia. And I loaded up on the balcony and everyone's down there drinking and we're about to pour the ashes out on the house or whatever. And I'm like, pop, 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 pop. And she goes, Jason. You know, and I'm like, what? Put that fucking, I'm like, oh, wow. Like <laughs> never raises her voice like that. And I was like, oh, shit. She's like, where'd you get that? I was like, in the secret spot where dad showed me he stashed it. <laughs> like, that's where, like, and she's like, well, get rid of that. And I'm like, I'm not getting rid of it. Like, what am I, the fucking mafia? You get rid of it. I don't even live here anymore. I just came here to shoot some bullets and cry about my dad dying. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, those those ones got, most of them got but wait, taken you, away. You, you, you didn't go back into, you shot a boar. Oh. For its kidneys? You no, know, no. The Czechoslovakian guy. So I shot a boar. At, at one point, I fucking I shot a boar in the back of the head, and it skidded across the ground and got up squealing. 
and then started running back at me. I had to shoot it a bunch of times to make it drop. And then a pig dog attacked it. And then at one point, because they got big tusks, he, the pig dog's collar got under the tusk and he went woof and threw the dog like 20 feet and snapped the collar off with his tusk. The dog was all right, but they're like really strong. Pig, there's actual breed of pig do- like Razorbacks. They have, no, it's pig dog. Yeah. Yeah, we have pig dogs in America that are like, they look like American pit bulls, but they're not called that. There's something else. So you can have dogs that you train them to help you get the pig, I guess. I didn't know much about it. Wow. But then I had to cut it. I had to cut it out. They hung it on a tree from its legs. God. I probably, should I leave this out? Yeah, I don't need it. Yeah. I I I understand what happened now. I did some stuff to it. And then he was like, you eat eat the kidneys. And I'm like, I don't want to eat the kidneys. Like, it's the best part. I'm like, is it? And then he put a bunch of garlic salt on it. And it was good, but (laughs) I don't know. But then I got older and I decided that I didn't like killing animals anymore. I went back when uh, Do my- you think that that was a catalyst for you deciding not to eat meat? No, no. I just got older and I moved to America and I started being friends with people like Chris Miller. And I watched his wife. I lived at his house and his wife ate a plant-based diet. And I'm like, what? What are you doing that for? Long time you know? ago. Yeah, long yeah. time ago. And she just, you know, I've always loved animals. My mom's always loved animals. I got cats and dogs everywhere in my house. I slept with them my whole life. And I'm, and then the thing that ended it, I think I was probably about 30, something like that. I went back to Australia before the, Devin was about one. So right when the show, the Tony Hawk show started, I shot a rabbit, went rabbit hunting with my brother. Hadn't seen him in a year. Went rabbit hunting. Like I always used to go rabbit hunting. Yeah, like back in the day. Yeah. All time sake. I shoot the rabbit and then I go grab the rabbit and the rabbit looks like my pug. And I'm like, I, oh, I can't do it. I can't believe I can. And then I, there's video of it. Andrea actually has video of me walking up the driveway and she goes, what's wrong? And I've just got a dark face. I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. But that's, that's transformative. That's I mean, that, that I ever, makes sense. That, that's, that's the last time I ever shot an animal. Yep. Not... Against anybody shooting animals, if you want to go hunt, great. I think it's a no, better that, idea than going to the supermarket. That's an interesting journey where you you had this one, this other event where it's you know this is it, and we're doing this, and we're yeah. eating the innards and, and everything else, and then you and then later on, it's like, oh, that was a bummer. I get it. Yeah, I, I really, I don't know. I feel like when you're raised to be something, you, and you don't argue that you you might not be that, right? You'd be surprised. I, remember, I feel like now in my 50s, when, I'm like, man, I don't th- I'm, I'm surprised I even like skateboarding. I remember when Riley realized that we were eating meat. Because uh, it, it, when you're little, I mean, he was two or three, but when, when you're little, you just, oh, chicken and whatever. And, and he never connected that that was actually a chicken or that that was actually a cow or, yeah. or whatever it was. And we were at the sushi bar and they had this crazy sushi tray that they bring out something's um, alive on there no but but with uh a, a half lobster cut in half oh yeah so lobsters meh. yeah and and with much other sushi it was like this this magnificent dish that they served yeah and they brought it out and he's like he's like ah that looks real and i go i go yeah it's real and he's like no it's not real like, yeah right this is real lobster he's like why do people eat real <laughs> I love him for that. I think that's 
that is why you don't have There's, to. But, but sometimes that there, you hear about kids, even that age, where it's just like, that's it. I'm not eating meat because it was so traumatic in that yeah. sense. Um, wow, that's so man. How he managed to. Die. The irony is that not irony, but the weird journey of his life is that he ended up being allergic to chicken later on in life. What? And so now mostly he eats seafood. Oh wow! So now he's he's real. Oh yeah. <laughs> I feel bad though sometimes that I'll invite Riley over to dinner and it's like, what are you guys having? Like, oh, we're having oh barbecue chicken. Oh, and he's well can't eat chicken. Yeah. See, I don't. I feel like uh, as a, as a person that's uh, raised on meat, bread, and sugar, and drinking every day, and, and like my dad, he's like, you know, one time I met a guy never drank. True story. I was like, yeah, like is that, he's that a, some unicorn well, yeah, yeah, yeah. that exists like, nah, out there. Yeah. yeah, that's how far, that's how long that's I've been around. Crazy. One time I met a guy who claimed he'd never drank. He was like <laughs> at least 25. You believe that? I'm like, yeah, dad, I can believe that. There's people that do that. Crazy. <laughs> so yeah, that's not, that's a, that's a different, it's a, it's a completely different thing. If it wasn't for America and seeing all these other ways of lifestyles, because some of them I'm like, oh, wow, that looks like it really works great for you. And then I've embraced that because I've tried a lot of things. The Danny Ways and the Colin McKay's. The time. I'm like, what are you eating? I'm like, you fucking skate good. Oh, Michael Jordan has a 12-ounce steak and two ginger ales. I tried that for two years. That did not help skateboarding. <laughs> 12 ounce steak before you skate. Is that what you heard? Or you- no, I actually read it in a, like an ESPN magazine <laughs> at an wow. airport where I was like, because I can't, especially back then, I couldn't read a lot. Yeah. I was like, I just got this one where it was like, every game I eat a 12 ounce steak and two ginger ales. <laughs> and I was like, Stacey, done. Stacy Peralta used to take us, like the Bones Brigade, me, Cab, and Mike, and Rodney. We would stay at his house. We would stay at his parents' house in LA, in Santa Monica. Yeah. Before every event, because we, you know, we, there would be a contest in Lakewood or a, at Whittier or at Upland, and then he he would take us out to pasta the night before. That was the big. That was our tradition. Okay, like, you guys need your carbohydrates. Carbs, right. You need you need to get energy. Yep. This is like eighty three, right. eighty two, and then we're all like, yeah, we're gonna we're going out to get our carbohydrates. <laughs> we got to pasta. You guys are I'll so pro. One time, one time we went out and we went to Westwood and we, you know Westwood. Yeah. What Westwood used to be in LA was the place where all the street performers were. Ah. So all the all the jugglers and they would they would have their spots in Westwood. Yeah. And so on a Friday night, like Westwood was just lit up. Oh, I and people going out to dinner and seeing the street performers and whatever. And uh, so Stacy wanted us to experience that Westwood vibe. Because none of us lived in LA. Yeah. And so we would we would go and he would drive us to Westwood, but he'd have to park far away. So we would skate to this this one Italian place. And Rodney just stopped and started skating. And these this crowd just formed around him. Cause he's Rodney. Yeah. It's like he's doing magic. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Rodney is a street performer. Oh shit. And he's doing a he's doing a show. Yeah. And then this one dude that was down the street on the same block came over and just started freaking out on him. Oh, wow. He's like, you don't come in here and this is my block and you don't, and, and, and Rodney, I mean, at one point Rodney knew he was on display, but he didn't realize that he was causing such a stir that he, and he's like, you're taking my crowd away and you don't just come in here without, like without meeting everyone. And, and, 
And Rodney's like, oh, I'm sorry, okay. And then people started yelling at the dude. For yelling That at was Rodney. yelling at Rodney and then started throwing money at Rodney. Oh, no. So that <laughs> dude was even more bummed. Yeah. Like, people were throwing money at Rodney Mullen. Yeah. Like, hey, no, have more because money. Because it was over. Well, oh, and, and okay. None of us had money. I mean, come God. on. This is like 82. We're making $100 royalty checks. Like, no, no one's making money. But oh, wow. but it was just funny that, that people started. Then, then Rodney's like, oh, okay, thank you. Thank you. And just picking up change and dollar bills Keep and stuff. Keep picking it up. <laughs> I'm so surprised there was an era where Rodney was like, oh, spare change. Let me pick that up. Because I have to. I don't I, make no, money. Was, I'm sure from Rodney's perspective, it was more of a courtesy. Rodney has never been. He didn't care either way. No. He's an odd fellow, isn't he? He's the best. I also feel like when you're an odd fellow that doesn't answer to everybody else's bullshit, you're, you know, you can, whatever your opinion is, is, is irrelevant. He's living a fucking. We should get Rodney his on His life. Yeah. Rodney yeah, would never, blow you away. Yeah, but only one time, man. I wouldn't bring it up around him, but one time back in my party era, I don't know how this happened, but he came to my house and I don't know why or how. Like I Where? Guess in Encinitas had a skate house, but I lived, I rented one floor down, but the dude that owned the roof, he owned the house and he was like super on the blow, big time. And he was like, he's, he had a girlfriend who could never keep her mouth. She was like, she would talk with her, with her tongue out. Because she did so much blow, her nose didn't work. So she'd go, how's it going? I'm like, what? That doesn't is- sound like a situation Rodney would walk into. Yeah, so I'm in this house and we're partying and it's late. And someone goes, Rodney Mullen's here. And I go, yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Because you know, if Rodney Mullen was here, he would fucking freak out. Oh my God, Rodney Mullen's here. <laughs> and he's just standing in the living room going, yeah, Jason. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, sorry, Rodney. He's like, oh, it's okay. And I'm like, man, I, you know what I mean? I, there must I mean, have been some world connection. I think that or there was globe? other skateboarders that globe. were in the house and me, oh, okay, might have been a globe thing. Yeah. Where he, but he didn't come to see me. He, there was other skaters there. Sure. And he but like, I mean, that, that was, that was the link. But he, he knew, he knew when I said, oh, shit, Rodney <laughs> Mullins here that he needed to go, but not like I want to make you yeah. go. I just, I'm like, oh, hey. You should not be in this house. Just in this room here, very bad stuff. You need to go, get him out of here. <laughs> like, I was not, people were like, man, Roddy Mullins in your house. And I'm like, get him out of here. He is too nice to be in here. I remember I went on a trip to Tahiti with Rodney for a demo. Just you and him? Just me and him. Sick. Um, they, they had a vert ramp. They built a vert ramp for me. And then I think they had him doing... Uh, freestyle on the flat. That was that was the demo, like one two punch, Tony, and then here's Rodney. Yeah. And I remember, and 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 the guy wanted to show off that he had connected connections everywhere. So I hate those guys. he put us up in a hotel with, that's on stilts in the water. You know, we have like our own rooms, and we don't know what to do with ourselves. We're just like, oh yeah, let's. When do we skate? What's happening? Yeah. And then I remember Rodney. This is so him. He was reading Nietzsche. Just philosopher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, he <laughs> he said to me one morning, because we were talking about Oingo Boingo. The band. The Boing. Yeah. The, the band, because yeah. we we loved uh, Only Allowed, the album. That's right. You yeah. guys are fucking weird. Yeah. And so we're talking about, he goes, you know, it's so weird. I I go to bed questioning my existence and I wake up singing Oingo Boingo. What are you supposed to say back to that? I was like, 
Well, I'm more like on your, I'm more in your wake up zone. That's more of like my, <laughs> that's what speed I'm on all the time. I'm not questioning my existence. I'm not really debating Nietzsche. I'm just listening to Oingo Boingo. Right. Oh, yeah. Yep. If that makes sense. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. No, <laughs> that's definitely my motto too. I'm definitely, I don't like Oingo Boingo, but Right, but, but you're more, more of the. Yeah, no. Yeah. Why am I really here? No, I don't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> Best not to figure out that one, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think Rodney's probably listening to less Oingo Boingo now. Right. As am I. He's had 30 years to get past it. Not saying it's a bad band. Just Dude's saying. Dude's a so super genius. We'll, let, we'll get him here. That's going to be exciting. I will be pumped on that. Okay. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Like and describe, just like Tony says. YouTube channel, you know, sign up to all those things. You know, or not. I, we're pretty confident. We, you know, maybe maybe you should join another gang if you don't think we're that cool. But I think you should probably be no, with us. No, it's a big tent. We're very cool. It's big it's a very cool tent. tent. It's like a We're chic all tent. in here. It's okay. Remember it's that like tent, a what? Chic tent. You remember that tent that jo- John Wick had to go to to get cut <laughs> yeah. his finger off and the guy like let him go? This is, it's very similar to that. It's very cool. It's very important. VIP. Only yeah, I was people. going a different direction with that, but That's okay. Weird. All right. Like, describe. Very. See ya. Red rugs. You know, deep blood red rugs. Okay, he's off on a tangent. I should go. See ya. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com/podcast22. shopify.com/podcast22.